This is a Dreamcast disc and is for use only on a Dreamcast unit. Playing this disc on a hi-fi or other audio equipment can cause serious damage to its speakers. Dreamcast, up to six billion players. Why don't we play together? Hey, 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 it's time to make some crazy money. Are you ready? Here we go! Please stop this disc now. Hello and welcome to the Dreamcast Junkyard Dream Pod. My name is Tom and I'm joined by... Well, nobody actually, it's just me. I wanted to do a, a, a short, impromptu extra edition of the dream pod uh, just to have a quick look back at some of the things that have happened this year to uh, to the dreamcast junkyard uh, it's been a pretty good year to be honest and like i say i wanted to just have a quick look back over the events of 2015 and also really just to say thank you to the other guys on the dream pod and who also write for the site and make it what it is and to you the person listening to this now um without you we wouldn't be we wouldn't do this i mean we do it all it's all done for free uh, we all do it off our own back. Um, it's just really a hobby. And uh, yeah, we, without your support, then there would be, well, no point in doing it. So thanks to you. Before I start getting all uh, teary-eyed and you know, break down into uh, floods of tears, I am just going to basically jump into the main meat of what this little mini episode is going to be about. And it's, you know how in on TV and on other like, bigger podcasts, they do like look back of the year or I know like Giant Bomb do the game of the year, which takes like five days, which is really good. And I'm looking forward to downloading that. Um, but I just wanted to do a quick thing because we have a site. We're not just a podcast. We are, you know, a, a blog as well. We've been going for 10 years this year uh, in 2015. So we do have a lot of content on there. You, if, if there's any subject about the Dreamcast you want to find information on, if you go to the Dreamcast Junkyard and type into the search box thing at the side, invariably you will find it there will be either some reference to it or there'll be a full article on it likewise if you go to google and type something to do with dreamcast invariably the dreamcast junkyard pops up and that's really just because of the dedication of well myself and the other guys who continue to write this stuff uh google seems to think that it's uh you know high quality and <laughs> puts us at the top of the search results so uh thanks to google as well i suppose <laughs> um yeah, so going back through the for the year and looking at the archive, I've noticed that we did have quite a few, quite big things happen in 2015, and there's a quite a few people as also I wanted to just give like a shout out and a thanks to. So I will get to those. Um, but the first thing I wanted to speak about really was the, um, well, was the formation of the DreamPod really this very thing that you're listening to now. I can't believe it took ten years for us to actually start a, a podcast for the Dreamcast Junkyard. It just never occurred to me that there'd be enough content for for you know for us to do something on like a. It's not really weekly. We we try to keep it fortnightly, um, but you know sometimes other commitments get in the way. But I ne- I'd never for one moment thought we'd have more than you know enough content for more than maybe five or six different episodes. But it seems that there's new things happening all the time in the Dreamcast community because uh, that's what it is. It's a community. Uh, you know this this system has got so many dedicated followers uh, that you know there is always something to talk about. There's always some new development. We've had, you know, the DreamCon come out this year. We've got the new Dreamcast games. Now there's all this talk about a Dreamcast 2 petition. So there's always some talking point, whether good or bad, whatever our opinions are, that we're happy to, you know, talk about them openly. Um, but yeah, so in April this year, it's still 2015 as I record this, uh, we started the DreamPod. We had our first episode, which was episode zero. 
I didn't know how it was going to go. It went quite well, I thought. And since then, we've gone, you know, leaps and bounds. We, we, we don't really hit the top like, 100 very often um, in the iTunes chart, but occasionally we do, and that's nice to see. Um, I don't really keep an eye on the charts, but every now and then somebody will send me a message saying, oh, have you seen that the DreamPod is in the top 50 or whatever it might be? I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. You know, we're up there with... Uh, you know, the Kotakus and the, the IGNs and the games radars, it's always very nice to see that, you know, an amateur operation like this can garner some, some real support with the downloads, so that's cool. Let's not forget we also got nominated for a UK Podcasters Award as well. Uh, that was very cool, so thanks for that. One of the biggest things that we did this year was the 10th anniversary competitions. We had um, some support from Sega Europe, but they, they delivered uh, a load of Dreamcast special edition vinyls for us to give away and rather than just give them all away in one big go I decided to kind of string it out a bit by giving it away you know one at a time and if you're a regular visitor to the Dreamcast Junkyard blog then you will have seen no doubt that we did run three different separate competitions to you know to give these away in one at a time uh, yeah the first competition was I think it was tell us what the Dreamcast means to you and we had a really good uh, winner for that we also ran the Sega Rally 2 competition and um for the moment, the, the final one actually escapes me. <laughs> I've not actually got the site open on my desktop here. I'm just recording this sort of... I'm just ad-libbing it as I go. Sorry, this is me from the future just jumping into the original edit of the podcast. It was the Guess the Games with the cropped images. Right, back to the show. Um, but yeah, we we, had, we did the three different competitions and we gave them all away and that was really cool. And then we also had the final sort of the bonus stage, which was only a couple of weeks ago, where playasia.com actually donated a load of copies of uh, Ducks and Redux for us to give away, which was really cool. So thanks to PlayAsia.com for those. Another thing that we had this year was the, the world's first review of the Ghost Blade, which was the shoot 'em up from, or shmup from Hucast. Now, opinions are divided on this game. I, as a novice when it comes to shmups, you know, and by novice I mean I don't play them very often, and when I do I just play them for a little while and think, oh, that's cool, and then move on to something else. I actually really enjoyed it, and that was reflected in my review. Uh, Rob, who is you know slightly more learned when it comes to shmups, being a uh, Neo Geo snob as he is, uh, <laughs> he gave it a slightly more scathing review, but still said he enjoyed it. Um, the, the the reason I bring this up is because we did have an issue where I noticed that a lot of reviews that were coming out after the fact that I put mine up, kind of they were written in the same style and used a lot of the same phrases. So I cried plagiarism, and in a couple of senses, in a couple of uh, the cases, the, the, the author kind of conceded that they had used my review as a basis. The most notable one was the one that popped up on the Metro website, which in the UK is quite a big news newspaper. It's a free thing that they give away on buses and in, on trains, and they have quite a big website as well. So when I saw the same phrases were used in that review as the one that I'd done, I, I was kind of a bit miffed and, you know, did kind cause a bit of a stink. Uh, maybe it was a bit over the top, so I apologise if the guy who wrote the review is listening. Um, but likewise, uh, yeah, just I'm, I'm quite protective of the writing I do. So if I do see my own traits in other people's, I will cry uh, plagiarism. But yeah, that 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 was a story that happened earlier in the year. Um, okay, 2015 also was the year that we did our very first live, sort of live event, if you will, as the Dreamcast Junkyard. Uh, it was Play Expo Manchester in Manchester, funnily enough. And myself, Rob, uh, Gaz, and uh, a friend of ours, Martin, we went down to, well, we went up to Manchester and we set up a big 
display with the Dreamcast Junkyard. We had all the banners and we had all the T-shirts and we had all the consoles out. And yeah, the, uh, the thousands of people that came and uh, came to the event, many of whom probably had never even played my Dreamcast before, uh, were, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they made a good impression. Uh, a lot of people didn't even know what a Dreamcast was, I would imagine. Certainly some of the younger ones. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just a, a really good event. It was an overwhelming success. So thanks to the guys at Play uh, Replay Events and um, to to Rob and Martin and Gaz, really, because it was a, a really good event and I had a really good time. So, yeah. Uh, the next story I wanted to just touch on briefly is this thing that we had uh, with the Dreamcast Junkyard Ultimate Guide. Now, the way that came about is that a guy who read the site called Mike Phelan sent me an email out of the blue one day saying, I've written this book. It's a guide to all the Dreamcast games. Do you fancy having a look? And I was like, yeah, okay. So he sent me the PDF and I was like, this is amazing. We need to do something with it. So initially we put it up on the site in the in the top banner as a link to a download for the PDF. So you could just basically go and download it for free. Um, it was quite rough and ready. But then I had the idea to maybe, well, rather we had the idea to try and turn it into an actual physical book that you could just sort of have on a bookshelf and get out whenever you wanted to have a look, see if there was a game on eBay that you wanted to re, uh, to buy or whatever. And, you know, after a couple of weeks of toing and froing and looking for a printer and this, that, and the other, and getting the, the format incorrect, we eventually got it printed. Uh, a friend of ours from another podcast, uh, the Maximum Power Up podcast, a guy called Phil Hockaday, who's a graphic designer, he did the cover art as well for us, so thanks to Phil for that. And, uh, yeah, we got the book produced and went on to sell it quite successfully for £10, five over with postage to the rest of the world, until Sega Europe stepped in and asked us to stop selling it. Now, the interesting thing about this is the fact that Sega Europe initially, when I sent them a copy just to have a look at and to say thank you for sending us the Dreamcast vinyl LPs, were really enthusiastic about it and even put it up on their Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and and, and even on their YouTube channel, basically saying that it was a really good uh, resource for Dreamcast owners and it was really cool. And to them, I thank them. You know, it, it was great. I know this was the, the PR guys who did that. So thanks to, to those guys. They know who they are. If they listen to this, I, I doubt it. But if they, if they are, then thank you. Um, now, what we reckon is that somebody from the legal team saw this and was like, oh, wait a minute, that's not an official Sega product. Get them to stop selling it because, you know, we don't want to be associated with it, which is fair enough. And so they sent me this email and then I took it off from sale. And a couple of people contacted me offering legal advice and uh, telling me that you know Sega had no right to actually do that because it was an unofficial product. And so to them I say thank you. One guy in particular is a guy called Sean Robinson. Uh, he goes by the name NZ17 or NZ17. He's American after all. And he went above and beyond the Call of Duty doing loads and loads of research, sending me massive long emails about all this different um, legal advice and how you can get around copyright issues and this that, and the other and he'd even like gone to people who were quite prominent in the in the gaming industry and asked them what their opinion was and then come back to me and told me what this person said and that person said I won't reveal any names because I don't want to get anyone into trouble but basically long and short of it is that he did a, a great job uh, basically assisting me in the uh, legal ramifications of what we'd done with the Dreamcast Junkyard Ultimate Collector's Guide so thanks to Sean Robinson that was great and hopefully we'll get him on the podcast in the near future or have a, a guest article from him because he's quite a big gamer and runs several quite popular gaming websites. So that was cool. Um, but the long short of it is that the Dreamcast Junkyard guide is no longer for sale in its in its previous format, but will be coming back in the near future with a, you know an improved cover, more 
content and there will be no way that it can be stopped from you know or blocked from sale so thanks to everyone who bought one and uh, yeah the copy you've got now if you've got one is even more collectible than you know Shenmue 2 because <laughs> there's only so many of them there's only about 160 of them in in, uh, in circulation right moving on I want to give a shout out to a few people I want to say thank you to PC Wizard 13 who has got his own YouTube channel that's a Dreamcastic channel he uh, sends me the occasional NTSCU game that I can't get over here in the UK and allows me to do some features. I did a feature on different space shooters and some of the most prominent ones on the Dreamcast, uh, such as Bang Gunship Elite and Armada, were never released in the UK and I like rocking horse shit, to be honest, on eBay UK and on all the other sites that you buy games from. They just, it just never pop, neither of those two games ever pop up. And he just, because they're 10 a penny in the US, he went on eBay, bought them really cheap and sent them me for the price of postage so massive thanks to him for that he also sent me a lot of the nfl games uh, and uh, some other sports games like ncaa college football that's another one that never came out in the uk so thank you to pc wizard for that uh and really i just want to say thanks to uh, people who comment and get involved with the facebook group the, the, again as with the podcast we didn't start the facebook page or the group until about i think it was about two years ago i started the facebook group for the for the Dreamcast Junkyard. It, initially, it started just as the page where I could put links to the articles that we'd written because it really is an untapped source. Well, it was an untapped source for like extra promotional um, properties to get people to look at the stuff that we've written. And so I created the page and then I thought, well, hang on, there's all these groups that I'm a member of and I keep getting spam on my timeline from such and such types in this group or that group or the other. I thought, why don't I start my own group? So I did and you know, it's gone from strength to strength. We've got nearly a thousand members now, which is really cool. Never expected to get that many people to want to be involved in a group. And um, yeah, the Facebook page itself has also got nearly 2,000 likes as well. So thanks to everybody who likes the page. And thanks to everybody who gets involved in the uh, in the discussions on the group. There's a couple of people who are more kind of, what's the word, not influential, but they start discussions more often than others. So you, you know who you are, uh, but uh, Ash, uh, Luke, uh, Daniel. There's also a guy called Ross who very kindly sent me some... Uh, Twin sticks from Japan, as well as some some other nice uh, Dreamcast-related goodies, including the Seaman uh, notepad, which I'm very uh, appreciative of. So thanks, Ross. You know, there's a guy called Isandro who posts a lot of stuff from different groups, but they always get people talking, so uh, <laughs> whether he's done them himself or not, I don't know. But uh, yeah, thanks to him as well. Oh, and uh, just wanted to give a quick mention and shout-out to a guy who's on the Dreamcast Junkyard Facebook group as Dreamcast Vander. He occasionally sends me stuff in the post, uh, completely free. Uh, he makes up his own bespoke Dreamcast game cases in Blu-ray cases, and it, they, they are really cool, to be honest. And he's also given away a, a really cool-looking Dreamcast on the group, um, a blue, a blue Dreamcast, it's translucent blue. So thanks to uh, to him for that. That's uh, really cool of him. There are, you know, a couple of other things that have happened throughout the year as well. I just want to give a quick mention to. I'm going to briefly run through them. There was uh, Scott who joined the team this year. Um, he's our Australian reporter. He did um, a series of really, really good Dreamcast autopsy articles, just looking at what had happened to the Dreamcast, you know, unused hardware and uh, some of the oddities around around the and also the uh, the Dreamcast video disc format that he'd uh, he's revived very recently. There was the DreamCon from Chris Diaglu. Uh, he's the Greek guy who created the Bluetooth controller for the Dreamcast. That's amazing. Uh, we had the Volcar the Viking release. I also managed to get my hands on copies of Colin McRae Rally 2 and Take the Bullet, so we revealed those for the first time. 
Caleb discovered that you can actually use, contrary to popular belief, a light gun, a Dreamcast light gun on a Sega Game Gear while using the TV tuner to play House of the Dead 2. So that was uh, really good investigative journalism there from Caleb. Uh, we had the MSR alpha footage from a guy called James, uh, who discovered that in a, a batch of GDs that he bought from somebody off eBay. So yeah, there's been you know there's been so many different stories that we've covered on the Junkyard this year, and yet yeah, again, once again, thank you to everybody who reads it. We're not the only like Dreamcast entity online. You know, the, there's a lot of other sites, and I'm quite friendly with a lot of them as well, uh, and different people from the different groups and sites. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say thanks to uh, the guys from Dreamcast.es. That's a Spanish site. They they're quite big and they do a lot of cross promotional stuff with things that we've put up. Um, there's Dreamcast Hub. Uh, that's a, uh, an American site that is really just created by one guy. So thanks to him for that. Uh, there's Sega Legacy, which is a, a French site, I believe. Uh, they're quite uh, quite cool. Uh, and not forgetting the, the the independent developers as well who continue to support the Dreamcast, so like Hugcast and uh, Retro Sumus. And, you know, the guys from Elysian Shadows. I love reading Falco Gerkes' rants on Facebook because he just puts his heart and soul into not just the production of a game, but having a good old moan on Facebook. So uh, thanks to him. <laughs> and uh, really, last thing I wanted to last thing I wanted to talk about as well is just the other people who are in the, the retro gaming community, really, and, and, and help to spread the word. Uh, so special thanks to Andy Godoy and his RGDS podcast and the other guys as well who produced that. Also to Maximum Power Up, uh, Paul and Phil do a great job with that podcast and I'm now a member of that team so I occasionally pop up on that. Also to Retro Asylum because without that podcast I would never have gotten involved in podcasting myself because I used to listen to that on my way to work. And last but not least, the guys from Retro Collect who allowed me to get actually stuck into podcasting in the first place. So Adam and Katsu and uh, Chris. And yeah, that's that's it really. Uh, thank you very much for listening to my ramble on uh, this special post-Christmas but pre-2016 edition of the Dreamcast Junkyard Pod. Dream Pod, I forgot the names of it myself then. Um, and thanks to my co-hosts, uh, Caleb, Rob, Xander, uh, Gaz, Aaron, and uh, occasionally Barry from Sega Bits. Well, he'll be on at some point in the future. Yeah, uh, that's enough from me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this year and I hope you have a great new year and we will be back in the new year with a proper episode. It won't just be me waffling into the microphone. And uh, yeah, Enjoy your New Year celebrations wherever you may be. And here's 2016. Goodbye. Please stop this disc now. 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 Now.